We're going to continue to talk about social issues within our community. What can be done at the government level to help address them? And of course, the BC Urban Mayor's Caucus, the mayors representing the 13 largest municipalities in the province, continuing to say this is their number one priority. To talk more about this, please to welcome to the program again, liberal critic for mental health and addictions, Trevor Halford. Trevor, how are you this morning? I'm good. I uh, just got the kids out the door and dealing with the aftermath of uh, breakfast dishes everywhere, so <laughs> I, I, I'm in good shape. Yeah, it's a good start to your Friday, though, right? There's worse ways you can get it going, that's for uh, sure. You know what? After spending a few days in uh, in Victoria and coming back, yeah, it's absolutely... Uh, I, you know, um, I miss those guys, so it's uh, it's good to see that. And, uh, yeah, so looking forward to a good weekend. Awesome stuff. Well, let's get into uh, this issue here of mental health and addictions. And the Urban Mayor's Caucus is continuing to say this is their number one priority in terms of issues to address. Um, you know, when you have you had a chance to actually speak to the Urban Mayor's Caucus at all? Obviously, we're talking about 13 members, so maybe even on an individual basis. Have you had a chance to sort of speak to some of what they're looking for here moving forward? Uh, speaking to them individually, no. Um, it's uh, you know I've, I've spoken to councillors and and things like that. Okay. But, uh, I haven't had a chance to catch up with the mayors individually, um, and that, that's something that I'm going to look forward to doing. But I, you know I think they're exactly right. Uh, it is it needs to be the number one priority. It's, it's their number one priority, and I, I at some point I hope it's Premier Horgan's number one priority. Okay. Is that you know mental health uh, is we're at crisis levels right now. And even before the pandemic, we were underfunded and overstretched in terms of our capacity to deal with with mental health. And uh, obviously, the pandemic has exasperated that. We're seeing that. And what you know, what my one of my major concerns is, Jeff, is that we're seeing it at the the youth level as well. Mm-hmm. And kids is young in elementary school and high school. And um, you know. Every day I'm talking to a parent where they're trying to figure out where the resources are to get the child help. And, uh, you know, we need to do a much better job than what we're currently doing. You know, the Children and Youth uh, representative put out a report a couple months back that said, you know, kids are facing over a two-month wait time to get, to get help. And, you know, we can't, head health can't wait. It can't. And we need to treat, we need to treat mental health like we do body health. And uh, that's something I'm going to be pushing for in the coming weeks and uh, in coming months as we're in this session. Do you think that often gets lost when having this conversation? And uh, just a quick example of that, we had a discussion, a special session of Kamloops City Council last week where the, the whole reason it was called was to try to have a nice extensive conversation around some of the social issues we see in our community. And one of the things they called for was a meeting with uh, M- Mental Health and Addictions Minister Sheila Malcolmson, BC's Housing Minister David Eby, and uh, Health Minister Adrian Dix. But there was no talk or any mention of getting the youth component involved in that and, you know, it's often something I, I don't think about frequently, but every once in a while it comes back into my brain and I'm thinking, yeah, that, that often does seem like a component that is left out when we're having these conversations. It's a huge component. You know, growing up, I, I didn't talk a lot about my own mental health or my friend's mental health. It wasn't something we, you know, who was at the forefront of our, our minds. But I, I think now, I think more families are attuned to it. Um, we're realizing that the challenges associated with kids today uh, were, you know, the challenges that kids are facing in this pandemic where they faced isolation. They're, you know, even in my family, like, you know, not even being able to hug your grand, your grandparents in over a year like that. I, you know, I, I grew up with my grandparents. I, I can't imagine 
being in that position and having to explain that to kids. And so I, I think that we really, really need to focus on our, it's something I'm going to be talking about on Monday in the legislature, but you know, for, in terms of youth mental health, I think it needs to be an absolute priority of every level of government, municipalities included. How, how difficult, I mean, one of, one of the things that, you know, when I've had you on to in the, in the afternoons to talk about this exact subject, it often yep. comes up, and I think it's a fair criticism about the, the mental health and addictions portfolio, is that it is yep. underfunded, right? You often use the example yeah. that the, the premier's office has a bigger budget than this entire ministry. Um, yeah, this, is, true. this is um, a really complex thing, though, that does require collaboration. And I know that's often how the premier kind of defaults when asked about that specific question is saying, well, we can't rely on this single ministry to deal with this problem. It requires a collaborative approach. And, you know, I even mentioned how the, the Kamloops Council wants to talk to housing and health as well. That said, um, I guess, does this ministry really require more resources or or do you appreciate at all i guess the the comments that there is a need for multiple sectors to work together on this uh, I, I need a balancing act here i'm just not really sure yeah. how to approach it you know because they're, they're both sides yeah. are true right yeah yeah and uh so in in terms of that statement all what i'll say is this is that when you're dealing with mental health and addictions it needs to be an all hands on deck approach it needs to be an approach from housing. It needs to be approach from social development, MCFD. Um, it touches finance. It touches every every ministry, and it should touch every ministry. But when you get elected as government, like this government, you know they came into power in 2017, and they created and were applauded for creating the first ministry of mental health and addictions. You need to treat it as a ministry. Okay, it should not be the lowest funded ministry in government. And people should not be able to have to go from ministry to ministry trying to find their resources. So that's where I have a point with it because I, at the end of the day, to me, it's mainly funded for administration purposes. It is not funded like an actual ministry. So if you were going to have a standalone ministry of mental health and addictions, which I fully agree with, then you need to treat it as such. And that is, that is the reason I continue to highlight it. I will always continue to highlight until the problem does not exist. But, you know, it's, uh, it's an issue for me because, you know, what we see is that the minister responsible for mental health and addictions doesn't have a lot of responsibility for the services that are put out. And I, that's an accountability issue that I, that I have a problem with. Last question here for you, Trevor. We're coming up on the clock, but uh, our, our council does have a discussion about the need for maybe more security around some social housing units because of the mm-hmm. frequency of of activity, um, you know, unwanted activity that comes from some of those individuals who are staying in those types of housing units. And there was talk yeah. about having security 24-7 across the board, which didn't really make a lot of sense. So now it's sort of a on a complaint-based, if council feels there's a need for a particular part of the city to have more security than they'll request it at that point in time. But, uh, you know, these aren't solutions to any problems, but what are your thoughts on just having expanded security at certain social housing units? Even if it were to say, go to your community in Surrey, would you support that? And is that um, simply just a band-aid, I guess, to the problem right now? Well, I think you take it on a case-by-case basis, Jeff, and it's something that I can definitely look at those comments and I'll, you know, the first people I'll talk to is is Todd Stone and the former mayor of Kamloops, Peter Milbar. 
And, you know, I think you guys are well served with with your MLAs there. So I will have that conversation with both MLAs about that. Um, but for me, in terms of Surrey, I, I think it depends on, on the facility. I think it depends on um, the input from neighbourhoods. And if there's been past experiences of... Um, of angst or, uh, you know, security concerns, and that has to be looked at. Yeah. Right. Trevor, thank you so much for the time, as always. Appreciate you doing thank this. You, we'll, we'll do it again okay. soon, I'm sure. All right. Thanks, man. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, you too. There's Trevor Halford there, minister or BC Liberal critic for the Ministry of Mental Health and Addiction.